Well, good morning, everybody. Happy New Year. Happy 2017. Why don't we stand up? We're going to sing some songs together. Why don't you look around, see who's here, say hi, and a Happy New Year to each other, and then we'll get going.
Good morning again, everybody. Welcome to 2017. We are so excited that you have decided to join us here this morning. Um, we are pursuing God with everything we've got today. And uh, we just came out of a Christmas season where we saw the hope that Jesus brings because of his birth. But the cool thing about today is we get to celebrate communion together. And communion is a time where, we're, where the hope of Jesus was realized through his death and through his resurrection. And so we hope this becomes a meaningful service for you as we launch into a new year. Um, just a couple announcements um, real quick. Next week, we get back to a normal uh, schedule where we have three services. Um, and Pastor Dan's going to come, and he's actually going to, we talked about in the fall this, this 168 thing. What, what does it mean to live 168? And so he's going to give kind of a, a refresher course for us next week. And then in two weeks, he's gonna, we're going to start a new series called Hashtag Blessed about the Beatitudes. It's going to be great. Um, but as, as we continue worshiping today, one of the things that we get to do in worship is we get to give back a part of um, what God has given us financially and monetarily. And so as the ushers come forward, we're going to do that. And as, we, uh, as they come forward, let's pray. God, we, uh, we thank you for just what this season means, what, what New Year means, the fact that um, we can celebrate new life and a, chance, a new chance at, at things and a new start. And God, because of Jesus, because of the cross, he actually gave us um, a real new beginning. Uh, we, don't have to be, uh, we don't have to hold on to the things of our past. We don't have to hold on to the sin that, that weighs us down and the stuff that just kind of junks up our life. But but God, because of Jesus Christ, because of the cross, you have set us free. And we're free to worship you and free to love you and free to, to sing about how glorious you are. And we're also free to, to give and uh, to see what you're going to do with it. And so, God, we want to give um, all of ourselves to you here uh, this morning, just as an, a gift, of, an offering to you to say we love you and we worship you. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, as the, uh, you can have a seat. Well, as the ushers go by and they, they uh, pass the plate. So I'm, I wanted to teach you guys a new song. It's a new year, so we can learn a new song. And I love this song because um, it's a song about God, and it's about just how glorious and how awesome and how majestic he is. And I thought, what a better way um, to start a new year than to sing about how amazing God is. And so it's a song called God Most High. And so I want to teach you the chorus. We're gonna, I'm going to sing it, and then uh, I want us to kind of all join in together, and then we'll, we'll have the whole band join in um, as we sing this new song. And the chorus goes something like this, if I can get all together. It goes, God most high, here be glorified. In our lives, you are the light, hope for the world. God most high, here be
God, we thank you for just a chance to, to come before you, to worship you today, to declare you're beautiful. From the very beginning of all creation, to the cross, to the resurrection, to one day in eternity when we can see you face to face. God, we just want to proclaim to you, we love you, you're beautiful, and you're worthy of every single breath that we could ever pour out to you. So God, as we spend some time remembering the death of Jesus Christ, I pray that that we would remember how beautiful the cross is and how amazing resurrection is. God, we would never take that for granted. In Jesus' name, amen. You can have a seat. Good morning. Happy New Year. My name is Pete Carlson, and I'm one of the pastors here on staff at Hopeville Church. And once a month, as a church community, we gather together to celebrate communion and remember the death of Jesus Christ on the cross for our sins. Today is the first day of a new year, but before we turn the page to 2017, let's take a moment to reflect on our journey over the past year. As you look back on 2016, what comes to mind for you? Maybe something exciting happened like a graduation or a job promotion or an engagement or a baptism or some kind of key spiritual milestone in your walk with God. Or maybe last year was hard for you. You lost someone close to you. A close relationship ended. Or even now, you're in the midst of some kind of trial. Or maybe nothing really sticks out at all, and that in general, it just seemed pretty normal. For me, this time last year, I was looking forward to finishing my commendation process here at Hope Fail. And at that time, I had no idea what God would have in store for me. On February 27th, I was involved in a hockey accident that broke my leg in two places and shattered my ankle. Now, I'd like to say that I was going up against a six foot four, 250-pound Canadian guy, and right as I was about to score a goal, he took me out. Um, but no such thing happened. The reality is, is I was coaching my son's skills and development, and I went, all the kids were off the ice, and I went skating from one end of the rink to the other as fast as I could, and when I went to stop, I went airborne, and I T-boned the boards. So when it happened, all I could think of is that there was too much going on in my life at the time, and I wanted to walk it off. But when I looked down, I could see that wasn't going to happen. Life changed in an instant. The physician at Midland Hospital said the injury was so severe that he couldn't do the surgery, so they brought in a specialist from Beaumont. A few days later, surgery happened. They put two plates in my leg and 18 screws, and that's when things got complicated. After the first surgery, I had compartment syndrome, which led to another surgery. A few weeks later, I was admitted into Royal Oak Hospital in Beaumont for fear of infection. This led to eight more surgeries, kidney failure, two blood transfusions, and press on the back of my brain, which caused me to lose my sight for about a week. I was in the hospital for over a month. During that time, I knew people, brothers and sisters in Christ, were praying for me. Our Young at Hearts group, which is our ministry to seniors, sent me dozens of cards. Our Aftershock group, which is our young adults ministry, 
visited me many times, and they even offered to mow our grass, but our community group and our neighbors had already set up a schedule to take care of that for the entire summer. People donated to help us cover the cost of medical bills and the travel that my wife Jean and my parents and my sister made on a regular basis to care for me and be my advocate. Anybody who's spent any time in the hospital knows it can kill you, right? So people are human and mistakes can be made. So many came to our aid during a difficult time. The Bible says in John 13, 34, a new command I give you, love one another as you have as I have loved you, so you must love one another. By this, everyone will know that you are my disciples if you love one another. There are members in my family, as I'm sure there are in some of yours, that don't know Christ. And when they saw how many loved us that are not immediate family, I know they were amazed, and I can only hope that this experience will draw them to Jesus. The truth is, we are family. We as Christians sit down with fellow believers in Christ and share in the broken bread and the cup as a family. I like how Ravi Zacharias, a modern defender of the faith, states, in this simple transaction, all of history finds its meaning in the person of Christ. Jesus' death in the past is remembered in the present and points us to the future when we will break bread with him in eternity. Every sense is brought into play, touching, tasting, smelling, hearing, and seeing. In this act, every barrier is broken. The barrier of sin between us and God, the barrier of between body and soul as the physical and the spiritual connect, the barrier between life and death, the barrier between race and prejudice, for we all stand before him at the same meal. Can there be any greater reason to celebrate? There's still a journey ahead of me, as I know there is for all of us, but the hope that we have is in Jesus. So that's my 2016 story, and I'd encourage you to take some time today, this week, to reflect on your own, and let the Holy Spirit show you how the Lord has worked and continues to work in your life. Here at Hopevale, you don't have to be a member to participate in communion. The only requirement is that you are a follower of Jesus. If this does not describe you, then we would ask that you would let the elements pass you by, and we ask this for two reasons. Out of respect for what we are doing and the significance that it has for us, and second, out of respect for yourself. We wouldn't want you to participate in something that carries little to no meaning for your life and would just be an empty ritual. As the ushers come forward, we would ask you to consider who is Jesus to you? For the believer, he is our hope, our past, our present, and our future. He gives us purpose. And if you're here today and you don't have that hope, my question to you is, what are you waiting for? Life can change or even end in an instant. There's no magic formula or any perfect script. It's a condition of your heart. And all you need to do is ask Jesus to forgive you. Accept him as your savior and commit to living for him from this day forward. You see, it's a gift. It's not something you can earn. And if you're ready to take that step, make today your first communion and accept him as savior. Parents with children, we would just ask that you would use your discretion. Let's pray. Lord, we thank you 
that you came to this earth. We thank you, God, that you sent your son to die on a cross for us. Lord, we thank you that we have that hope that we can look towards a future. We love you and we ask that you would just help us as we reflect on what you've done for us so many years ago in the present and that hope that we have for the future. And we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Lord Jesus, on the night he was betrayed, took bread, 
And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, this is my body, which is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for the blood that was shed on the cross for our sins. And Lord, I pray that you would help us just to be able to remember, to celebrate what you've done for us. Lord, as the busyness of life and how things happen and kind of take control, I pray that that stuff would fade to the back for now and that we would just be able to see your face, how beautiful you are. We thank you and we love you. In Jesus' name, amen.
Rejoiced as though heaven had lost. But then Jesus arose with our freedom in hand. That's when death was arrested and my life began. That's when death was arrested and my same way after supper he took the cup saying this cup is the new covenant in my blood do this whenever you drink it in remembrance of me dear heavenly father it's it's exciting it's exciting to think about the future it's exciting to think about where you've gone to prepare a place in advance for us to be. Lord, you say that when we come before you, every tear will be wiped away, all the pain, all the suffering, all the sorrow. We look forward to that day, Lord. We thank you for that knowledge, that hope. And Lord, I pray that this year we would feel you nearer to us than we've ever felt you before. We love you and we thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Why don't we uh, stand together? We're going to respond in worship. Um, I don't know where this New Year's Day finds you. Um, I don't know what kind of 2016 you had or even the, your hopes for 2017. But here's what I do know. I do know that in the book of Revelation in chapter 21, uh, John writes this. He hears from Jesus and Jesus says this. He says, behold, I'm making all things new. And, uh, you know, New Year's Day is kind of one of those things where we, we have this anticipation, we have this hope of new life and all of that, but, and a, a, a restart, a chance to do something different. But real hope, real life is found in Jesus. 
It's a hope that we recognized over the past month as we looked at his birth. It's a hope that was revealed at his death and his resurrection. And it's a hope that one day Jesus will come down and he'll, he'll restore everything and he'll make all things new. And that's the hope that we have as followers of Jesus. And so I want to I start kind of an anthem of worship here today with singing a new song. Uh, if you've been around Hopeville for a little while, you probably heard it playing over the, the speakers. Um, it's a song called Call Upon the Lord. And really, it's just an, an anthem saying, I will call upon the Lord for he is strong enough to save. And then the, the second part of the chorus goes, rise, your shackles are no more for Jesus Christ. is over. He's overcome the grave. He's, he has literally come and set you free. And so... I want us to celebrate here as we, we leave this place say that Jesus Christ has set us free from whatever you're going through, whatever you're walking into 2017 with. We want you to know Jesus Christ has set you free from that to live for him and to glorify God with everything you've got. So we're going to sing this song, Call Upon the Lord.
Thanks for being here. Um, as you go this morning, you go in the name, the powerful, the strong name of Jesus Christ. Thanks for being here.